Alright guys, welcome back to the SMK MMA Podcast in Dover. Um, last week's fight night, and then this week's fight night, which... Yep. Played, um, and then uh, Ultimate Fighter rankings, stuff that was supposed to be on last week's episode. Yep. It's been coming up. Kevin's not feeling well today, so... This may be kind of a shorter episode, even though we're combining two episodes into one. Um... So, yeah. All Fight Night cards, uh, rankings. Uh, I'm asking for a trivia question today. Just so we can get into it. Uh, so, um, so, for records from last week, I went 5 and 7, bringing my overall record to 152 and 124. Kevin went 4 and 8, bringing his to 160 and 116. So, I gained the one fight on him even though I probably shouldn't have on that fight, but we'll kind of briefly talk about that when we get to it. So, yep. So, we'll start with the breakdown of last week's card. So, uh, I'll, you got it here. I was going to say, I can do it. I'll start it. Yeah, if you want to read them. If you want to read them, go substitute. Um... The first fight we had was Jessica Penne versus Emily Ducote, and it's a very dominant fight. I mean, Emily looked looked very good. Like she's she could be someone that could give a uh, make a good run in the strawweight division. I think for sure. Yeah, so, one five, right? Yeah, outstruck her one seventeen to sixty eight. Uh, 116 to 63, no control time, and Jessica tried eight takedowns, but uh, Emily just stuffed them all, so, yeah, it was a very good win for her in her UFC debut, beating the 14th ranked fighter at the time, so. She wanted a, needed a yeah. good chance, that's what they're pretty quick early. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely someone that's dominant enough that you want, like, to be, can be good, so. Right. Yeah. And then the next one was Dwight Grant versus Dustin Stuhlfeldt. And uh, another kind of one-sided for a decision one. I mean, Dustin just looked so much better and that. Uh, 102 to 54 total, 49 or 52 to 49 in favor of Dwight. Uh, Dustin had the more takedown. Uh, or takedown and control time. Uh, it was a unanimous 29-28 on all cards. So, I mean, I think I think they got it right for sure. I mean, it was one-sided. I mean, because I mean because Dustin landed the same amount of strikes as Dwight threw. Dwight threw 102. Yeah, so, Grant stunk. Grant stunk. Yeah, yeah. I I thought that. I thought that was a fight that maybe would have been a little closer because I know we both picked Grant. And that, I thought so. Probably won't pick Grant again. Right. Yeah. I think so. he's pretty overrated. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can I can see your point on that. He does seem kind of kind of yeah. He's just I don't know something. Something about him. Just fight. He should have won. Right. Yeah. Probably a fight, but I mean, doesn't look. Yeah, better than I thought, for sure. So, I mean, but 
or was that just because Dwight Grant just, you know, kind of sucked, you know, it's, it's hard telling, so, but, uh, but yeah, then we move into our first quick one of the night, uh, Dustin Jacoby versus Don Unjung, and, uh, uh, Dustin just knocked him clean out, uh, first round, three minutes and 13 seconds, so, kind of a, I know, I know we both had Don in that one, so. Kind of I was alert. torn on it. I almost wanted to go Dustin, but right, yeah, Dustin's Dustin looked solid though. Fourteen strikes, of total strikes landed between the two, both significant and total. Um, one knockdown, of course, that was the knockout. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's I mean, basically it with that one. It was a very quick one. Yeah, well, so, yeah, only lasted yeah. three minutes thirteen seconds, so. And then we get into another quick one that ended in a, in a, I, I don't even, I, I almost don't even like the guy after what happened, but uh, it was uh, Bill Algio versus Herbert Burns. Uh, first round was, I mean, definitely in favor of Bill probably. Yeah. And that, and, uh, and then a minute fifty in the second round, uh, uh, Herbert got knocked down and all that, and Bill went to go let him up, and Herbert just couldn't get up. So he definitely had like a knee injury or something. They, the commentary team was saying that he tore his ACL and that. So don't know if he kind of like re-aggravated that or if it was just something else. On a knee brace. Yeah, walked down on crutches and a knee brace uh, after having to be uh, carried out by Gilbert Burns. So, so yeah, but yeah. Definitely a weird, weird ending to that one. But I, I, I kind of hate having them injury, ones that end injury, which we'll get into another one later. Um, I gotta say which one yet, but can't really help. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it happens. It's part of sports, you know. And, 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 oh, you know. So, and then the next one was rookie Simone versus Jack Shore, and. uh, Ricky got the arm triangle one, defeated the undefeated Jack Shore. Um, Upstruck him 46 to 27, 25 to 19, uh, significant. Uh, had the more control time, 4 minutes and 6 seconds to 13. Uh, two takedowns to nothing, and one submission attempt, which led to the, to the submission victory in the second round. But... Definitely not who I thought would have won, but I mean, I I was kind of torn on this one a little bit because, but I don't know. I was just leaning more towards Jack because of like his last fight on the last London card back in March and just looked really good. Oh, Jack's really good. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the prelim finale was, uh, I'm just going to call him Soriano versus Dalsha. And uh, Soriano got the win in the second round, 28 seconds in. Outstruck him by two. Uh, had more significant strikes. Uh, Dalsha had the more control time, more takedowns. Knockout. But yeah, just caught him clean in the second round. And that was it. So... It was basically it for that one. I mean, it's not the yeah, it was a pretty quick, clean pretty quick one. So, 
And then the main card opener was Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. Um, Such a point, though. It was. I, I mm-hmm. thought it would have been. Told you. I mean, it's yeah. Told you, right. I mean, you do tend oh. to seem like say that a lot. But yeah, uh, Lauren outstruck Misha by seven. Uh, significance was a little more. Uh, Misha had the more control time, didn't land a takedown, attempted seven of them. And uh, Lauren Murphy landed two and all that. And uh, and she kind of called her shot. She wants a title shot next, which I don't think just beat Misha Tate. She how do you, deserves how it because her fight before that was a title shot. She lost. Well, she got destroyed. Yeah. So. Well, I'd be, well, I don't understand when these people think they beat one person. They just need to say title shot now. I Right. Yeah. Why don't you win three, four fights to get back there? You got right. the sh- Yeah. Ass, but yeah. And then she uh, called you, her. You're boring and you suck. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm not a big Lauren Murphy fan either. I mean, I'm more of a Misha Tate fan, but even she's kind of boring. You know, kind of boring and not that good. But uh, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, then she called. Uh, she wanted the winner of uh, Andrade and. Uh, Manson or whatever her name is in September, which now I guess I'll just talk about that now. Uh, apparently, Caitlin Chukagan is now back in that fight because uh, Andrade pulled out. So, so yeah. So now she wants that winner of that fight in September. So we'll see if she gets that, and then the winner, and then she's saying the winner of that gets the title shot. So I don't know. So That's we'll see. Uh, I think she's just going to get a title. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like regardless, the the loser or the winner of that fight's probably going to get destroyed again, you know, in the in a title shot. So yeah, so and then we get into uh, the one that got me up a fight, which should have been, but uh, Shane Burgos versus Charles Jordan, and uh, they called it a majority. Uh, two, it was actually two. Two scorecards in 29-28 in favor of Burgos, and then one had a 28-28, which, looking at the numbers, I don't get how. I mean, Jordan Charles, won. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Charles outstruck him 161-67, to 113-42 to 42 significant. Burgos did have the more control time by a little bit. Oh, by uh, four minutes, but the center of the octagon always was Jordan. Everything, like, every other commentator is all set Right. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Like, I mean, Burgos. I mean, like I personally took Burgos, but Jordan should have won that fight. Like, like that's yeah. And then he had two takedowns, and Burgos had three submission attempts. Just I, I don't get. I, I, I kind of. I guess I kind of don't even get why they, the one judge had it a draw. You know, like how was that even a draw? Like, I don't get how you can say that was a twenty twenty eight. Like. More realistic than Burgos winning. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. But st- I mean, I mean, but I mean, but still, though, I don't even feel like it was even close to a. I agree. Yeah, I don't know to to even a draw, but yeah. So, and then the uh, next one we had was uh, Matt Chanel versus some. I'm just gonna call him some or whatever. Um, uh, Matt got the. Triangle choke victory, uh, 79 to 67 total strikes. Uh, lost the significant 58 to 
47. Control time was close. Two takedowns, two submission attempts, which one was the triangle choke. But, yeah, I mean, good win for a, a person that's highly ranked in that flyweight division. So I think he's still top 10 or something. But I don't know. I'd have to check the new rankings that came out last on Monday. But, but yeah, another good win for him. Yeah, um, yeah, and then we get another quick one in Lee Jelung versus Muslam. I'm just gonna call him Muslam. I, I know I'm gonna butcher his last name. Uh, yeah, uh, Lee. I'm not the biggest fan of Lee, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's his face and that. But uh, he got the knockout win. Um, outstruck him forty to thirty-three, thirty-eight to twenty-three significant uh muslim had the more control time one takedown a piece and that and then uh and then i actually did like what he did after the after the fight though he went to all his cornermen and and like taught hip tossed them and that 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 was kind of that was kind of fun i did i did like that but but yeah i mean another quick dominant win for him i mean Good one for him to get back after that loss to uh Yeah, to uh Chimaima. Chimaima, but, yeah. yeah, last year. Yeah. 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 And then uh the co main event, Michelle Watterson Gomez versus Amanda Lamos and kinda how I thought that one would go. Amanda with the submission victory. Um Michelle did out striker and had the more control time and the takedown, but that submission attempt and ended the fight a minute 48 in the second round. So, you know, so, but yeah. And then, uh, Amanda Lemos will kind of get in there at the tail end of the episode. There's another fight announced for her. So. Yeah, she didn't waste no time. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't waste no time at all. So she's getting right back in there. Um, and then, what's that? I said I don't blame her the way that fight went. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it only went two rounds and a minute forty-eight into the second round. So, so yeah. But and then the main event, which eh, I'm a little disappointed about, but uh, Brian T. City Ortega versus Ayo Rodriguez. Um, it started off good and that, and then uh, they were on the ground and. All that, and then all of a sudden, uh, Brian's holding his shoulder and that, and so they stopped the fight. Apparently, it's a separated shoulder, so hopefully, it's a quick recovery. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, this was like I said last week, this was the one I was most looking forward to, and it kind of now we're gonna get two guys fighting for another title that neither deserves. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, because, yeah, Rodriguez is now demanding a title shot, which I don't, I don't think he does, I mean, and that. And well, three years, and he lost, and then won by an injury. Right, yeah, so, like, so like, how does that deserve a title shot right away? Like, Jock Emmett's beaten nobody except Calvin Gaynor, he thinks he deserves it. Right, I kind of hope, honestly, like, Ortega comes back real quick, and it's not as serious, and they just redo this one like this is the next fight that we see for these two you know that's what i kind of hope but i don't know so 
I kind of hope it's like not as severe for Ortega, but I mean, if it's separated, it could be quick. Who, who, who in the heck knows? Depending on what the yeah. severity I mean, of it is. But, not the worst. I mean, he could be back in. Yeah. Yeah, he could be back in soon. So. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like overall, it was an okay finite card. Just the main event, kind of. After seeing how that ended, kind of brought down the value of it a little for me. You know, the, I guess the hypeness, we'll say. I thought it was but, pretty frightening. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the worst. I mean, mm. we've seen worse. I don't know. I feel like all the ones we thought were going to be worse were better than this one. Yeah, possible. I can see your argument for that. But... Yeah, just, this one disappointed me. Yeah. No. So, and then quick rankings. Uh, Tiger moves down one in the flyweight division. Uh, Ricky Simone moves up two in the bantamweight. Uh, Frankie Edgar O'Malley and Jack Shore move down one. And then Umar moves up one. Uh, Yair is now the second ranked ahead of Brian Ortega. Uh, and Josh Emmett also falls one. Nothing in the lightweight. Uh, Alex Pereira moves up one in the middleweight. Um, Dustin Jacoby and Jimmy Crute flip-flop and Lightweight, 14 and 15. Uh, nothing in heavyweight. Women's pound for pound. Lauren Murphy's now ranked 15th in the women's pound for pound, which I don't get, but whatever. Um, and then in the women's strawweight t-shirt. Women. What's that? There ain't no good women. Yeah. Right, no, yeah. There's really not. I mean, there's got to be someone else better than Lauren Murphy for 15. No. No, there's really not. She probably could be top 10. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, looking at like Chukagan, Caitlin Vera, that Yan, Dern, and Tyler Santos, like, yeah, I mean, because them are all the people ten through fourteen that's ahead of her, so, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and even one of the champs, I don't think she'd be in there. Right, and then uh. Women's strawweight, Tisha Torres moves up one. Nina Nunes moves down one. Lamos moves up three. Amanda Rivas moves down one. Michelle Watterson moves down one. And then Emily Ducote is now ranked 14th. Um, and then a woman's flyweight, Viviana Argio moves up one. And Manson moves down one. And then in the Bantamweight, uh, Macy Chasen moves up one. Rosa moves up one, and Misha Tate moves down three. So that's kind of it for the rankings on that. And so and now we'll transition into this week's Fight Night card, which is another England card. Um, starts at 12 o'clock on ESPN Plus is the, uh, is the prelims, and then the main card is at 3 o'clock on ESPN Plus, so it's strictly an ESPN Plus card, but it's a solid one. I mean, for sure, it's definitely a lot of close fights according to the odds. A lot of good fights and fan favorites. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, did you want to read these ones, or do you want me to? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just let you read this. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the first one we got is a welterweight division. We got. Claudio Silva versus Nicholas DeBlay, I think is how you say it. Uh, Silva Silva is coming off a loss to Court McGee in uh, May of last year. 
He also fought James Krause before that, back in 2020, lost, so he's on a two-fight losing streak. And then Nicholas coming off a loss to Tim Memes back in June of last year. So both haven't fought in a while. I mean, right. and that one's pushing over a year and that. Uh, Silva has nine wins by submission, three by decision, two by knockout. He has two of his three losses by uh, decision. The other, and the one is classified as an other. And then Nicholas has uh, nine wins by decision, nine by knock, or six by knockout, four by submission, and all four of his losses have went to the judges' scorecards. Um, Odds have it in favor of Nicholas, minus 240 to plus 200 is what I got. Um, yeah, I'm going uh, Nicholas. Yeah, I'm going Nicholas in this one, too. I just, he, from the looks of it, he looks like the better fighter in that, and on paper in that. Got the reach, and height's the same. He is just the way better fighting. Yeah. So, nothing against uh, Silva, but. That's things. Yeah, just not that, not that great. Definitely, definitely something against Silva. Don't say. Right. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a Silva fan. Right. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So, and then the next one we have is a woman's flyweight, uh, Mandy Bohm versus Victoria Le Leonardo. Yeah. And then uh, Mandy is coming off a loss to Ariana Lipsky back in. September of twenty or September twenty one. That was her first fight, and then Victoria is coming off two losses to Manson and Melissa Grotto. So, ah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess I look at it. She's she's she am she am has a won a fight, but I mean, she's lost to decent people in the UFC in her two fights. So, I'll kind of give her the benefit of the doubt there. I guess. I mean. She's lost to okay people or in that. Uh, Mandy has three wins by decision, two by knockout, two by submission. And her only loss is by decision. And then Victoria has uh, four wins by submission, three by decision, one by knockout. Three of her four losses by knockout, and the other's a submission loss. Um, very close fight, according to the odds. I mean... It's virtually a pick'em minus one twenty in favor of Mandy to plus one hundred. Right, I want to see what's um, on this one first. Um, oh, let me see here. Uh, has a fought since twenty one. Was an arm injury. It says according to the one. Uh, I'm gonna go Mandy. I think. Yeah, I'm going Mandy. Yeah, I don't know. This one pretty easy. I mean, it could be close. I mean, I could see it being a closer fight, but a very close fight. I mean, like I said, the odds have it close, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just I think Mandy, I mean, looking at like the, I mean, like, yeah, she only has two, I mean, a majority, like I said, a majority of her wins are by decision, but mm-hmm. so she she's kind of one of them that likes to gut it out and just hope she gets the. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, clearly she's trying to end it beforehand, but, you know, but she's gotten. Split decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we both got Mandy in that one. And then uh, 
The next one we have is Jai Herbert versus Kyle Nelson um, in the lightweight division. Uh, Herbert is coming off a loss uh, back in March of this year on the London Fight Night card, last London Fight Night card. And then uh, Kyle Nelson is coming off a loss to Billy Quilantino, I think is how you say it, something like that. Uh, Hasn't fought since 2020. That was his last fight. Yeah. I think and I'm then, taking honestly. Yeah, I'm just gonna look at this. Uh, you go out and tell me you're going Herbert. Um, nine wins by knockout, one by submission, one by decision. Three or four losses by knockout, another submission. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd hate to agree again, but yeah. I think Herbert. And the next one's going to be a definite agree a bit, too. So. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. So the <laughs> next one we have is Muhammad Okayev versus Charles Johnson. Uh, Muhammad coming off a win against Cody Dernbin. And then the other one's making his UFC debut. Uh I guess if you just know who you, I never, I never want to doubt the debuters because you don't know them much. They'll fall on the some of Muhammad. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, you never know. Right. Yeah. With these debuters, it's possible. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, because some of them debuters really shock you. So, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think Muhammad. I think, I mean, the odds have it. He's one of the biggest odds on the yeah, card. Uh, let me just look at before I. Yeah, I'll stick with my pick. I'll go Muhammad. Yeah. And then uh, the, the next. Continues. Huh? The agreeing continues. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, the next one we have is Maquan. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. Versus Pierce. I'm a rock. Uh, huh? I'm a rock again. Oh. <laughs> uh, McQuan is coming off a win in March of this year on the London Fight Night card. Um, and then Jonathan Pierce is on a three-fight win streak. Uh, last fought in February of this year on the Walker Hill card. this real quick. Uh, McQuan has 12 wins by submission, 4 by decision, 1 by knockout. He has 4 losses by decision, 2 by knockout, 1 by submission. And then Jonathan has 8 wins by knockout, 2 by submission, 2 by decision. 2 losses by submission, 1 by knockout, 1 by decision. Um, Yeah, minus 180 in favor of uh, Pierce to plus 155. Um, uh, he on uh, Jonathan Pierce. You're going Jonathan Pierce. Yeah. <sighs> Do I want to take the guy that has more submission? I mean, he could easily submit him. I can see it. I think Pierce wins, but I mean, it's pick him. Yeah. You know what? Screw it. I'm disagreeing. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go McQuan. 
I, I think I think he gets it to the ground and submits him. I my thing is I think Peters has uh well yeah has the better stand up now. Yeah. Better stand up and better keep it on his feet. Right. He has yeah. I'm 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 actually gonna say though that there's a slight chance that this fight goes to the ground and then he can submit him. That, I mean I mean yeah anyone can submit anyone. But <laughs> yeah. Right. I I don't know. I'll I'll go. I'll go McQuan just to, because I could easily see it, especially if it gets to the ground. Uh, McQuan submitting him, so yeah. But nope. And then uh, the next one we have, probably we're gonna agree on. It's the biggest favorite on the card: Nathaniel Woods versus Charles Rosa. Uh, Woods coming off a loss to Casey Kenny in October of uh, 2020, and then Rosa's on a two-fight losing streak last. Uh, fought T.J. Brown back in January of on the very first fight night card of the year, back in January fifteenth. Um, you got Wood. I mean, is that yeah fair to say? <laughs> I mean, I mean, because that's who I'm taking. So yeah, I'm going Nathaniel. I don't Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, plus it's he's an England guy, so. I mean, he's um, a better fighter in general, too. Right, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because he lands more significant strikes per minute, better accuracy, uh, takedown average is better, yeah. So, you know, so. And then the next one we have is in the lightweight division. Uh, Mark, that I don't even know. Mark, I'm, I'm actually just going to say Mark versus Amir. I'll just say that. So, um, Mark is the other one. Uh, Mark is coming off a win back in March, of, end of March of last year, um, or this year, and uh, the mirror is coming off a win in he last fought um, January twenty sixth of last year. Um, uh, go to the other thing here. Mark has eight wins by decision, six by knockout, one by submission, three losses by decision, two by submission, and then Demir has seven wins by knockout, four by decision, three by submission, has four losses by decision, one by submission, one by knockout. Uh, um, I'm going Mark. You're going Mark. Yeah, I think he's better, just better ground. But... Yeah. Overall, better. Beat our opponents. Beard does have. Yeah, I hate to keep disagreeing, but I'll go Mark. We're gonna eventually disagree again, probably. Maybe. 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 Yeah. We've agreed on a lot of. Right. Yeah. Same ones at the time, so. Right, yeah. And then the prelim finale, we have Mason Jones versus uh, Ludovic Klein, I think. Klein, that's how you say it. Something like that. Something like Ludovic, yeah. Yeah. I was close, okay? Um. Mason Jones 
is coming off a win against David Onama back in uh, October of last year. And then uh, Luvit has is coming off a win in March of this year against Devontae Smith. And then if I go to the other thing here, click on it. Um, Mason has four wins by knockout, four by decision, three by submission. Only loss is a decision loss. And then Ludwig has eight wins by knockout, submission, two by decision. Uh, and then he has two losses by submission, one by knockout, one by decision. Um, uh, I'm going Mason. to. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, just number-wise, like, stat-wise and that, just seems like the better fighter in that. Yeah, he's overall just better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, got the more reach, more significant strikes landed per minute. Not a better accuracy, but but better takedown average. Uh, takedown accuracy, better. yeah. Just, just yeah, the better fighter. Yeah. And then we move on to the main card opener, which is Paul Bearju Craig versus Vulcan. Yeah, we're just gonna call him Vulcan. I'm not even gonna try. Oh, oh. Huh? Ozdemir. Ozdemir. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. This is why I usually say the names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I I suck at pronouncing. I usually have a little better of us. Yeah. Uh, Paul Craig is on a four-fight win streak. Last fought in the other London card, where he pulled that one out of his butt. I don't know how he was legit getting beat, but uh, and then Vulcan is on a two-fight losing streak. I guess I guess one of them was one of his last two losses was to Yuri, the current champ. So I mean, yeah, at least it was one that was yeah, a, that one too much. Yeah. Uh, Paul Craig has 13 wins by submission, three by knockout, uh, three of four, but one, the other one submission. And then Vulcan has 12 wins by knockout, four by decision, one by submission. And then he has two losses by each, the knockout, submission, and decision. Um, Paul, I mean, surprisingly, Paul Craig's the underdog in this. I kind of thought maybe he would have been the favorite heading into this. I can see why Volcomir is. Yeah. Here's. Um, the question is, is do I do I, I think Paul, Paul Craig can Paul. You thinking he does it again? Yeah. Um, I like Paul Craig too, but that's the crazy thing. Like, I actually don't think he's that bad. Um, Paul Craig. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like him, and he he just he always happens to just pull it out out of nowhere. So I'll I'll go I with it. I'll make this one. I mean, I mean, I could easily see it too. I could easily see it, <laughs> but it just it it always it always just scares me though when he. He he he's always like losing the fight, and then he just he just nope. I'm actually gonna try and just. He just I think pulls. Actually on the feet, mission. right? I can see it. Yeah, 
I can see no, it. No, even no. even though Vulcan does have twelve knockouts, I mean, but yeah, doesn't mean I guess you're necessarily the better stand. You know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. My knockouts. I mean, yeah. Right. Exactly. That much. I mean, yeah. it does sometimes, but not always. No. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Then we we're probably agree on this one, but uh, <laughs> flyweight. We got Molly McCann, who's a fan favorite. Uh, versus Haney. Oh, yeah. Haney. Hannah Goldie. I don't know why I like butchered that first name there. The name on the list. I it rolled off the tongue wrong, okay. This is the easiest name here and you butchered it? <laughs> butcher. You said it, some of the hard ones right. <laughs> um Molly coming off <laughs> Molly coming off the win. In uh, March of on the last London card, um, and then Hannah, there I said it right. Hannah, um, <laughs> uh, last last fought in uh, September of last year. Uh, got the win against Emily, um, and then I think I think we're both going Molly, right? I mean, Molly, do I need man. to? Yeah, I'm going with Molly Meatball. As her nickname is so. Actually, I like Molly. So. Yeah, yeah, I think she's someone that could be a con- flyweight division. So, no Easily. offense to Hannah at all, but. No, Hannah's actually good. I think it's gonna be. Fun. Yeah. Right. It could be. Yeah. It's but... the best matchup on the card. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the main event. I think, not, maybe. I think it's the. Well, I mean, for where their levels are, I think it's the best matchup. Right. Yeah. And then uh, the it's next one we got. Home, so. Right. Yeah. Then the next one we have is Nikita Krylov versus Alexander Gustafson. I don't know why I just clicked on Alexander's name there. Uh, Nikita is coming off a loss to Paul Craig. Back on the last London card and uh, two fight losing streak, and then Gustafson is on a three fight losing streak. hasn't fought since July of 2020, so it's been quite a while since he's been. He retired. Came back. Retired. And then uh, Nikita has five win or 15 wins by submission, 11 by knockout, one by decision. Six of his nine losses are by submission, two by. Decision won by knockout. And then Gustafson has 11 wins by knockout, four by decision, three by submission, three losses by submission, two by knockout, two by decision. Um, See who you think on this. I mean, I mean, yeah, he hasn't fought since 2020, but two, I mean, I mean, two of his last three losses was against Anthony Smith and John Jones, where he fought for the belt and back in 2018. A long while ago. Yeah. Uh, sure he has a win over Glover and Yon, too. Oh, he is one of the best uh, lightweights that fight. Right, yeah. Problem is, um, Yeah, but Nikita's one of them, like, up-and-comers that's really yeah. good. Um, the last time I picked someone with a layoff, it didn't go too hot for me. I'm going Nikita. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna value the. I think I think the layoff is just the layoff is just too much on that. Probably should have just stayed retired, but I mean, I mean, I guess kudos to him for wanting to get back into it. But, but, but you should. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Nikita as well. I think I, I think I like he's Gustafson a lot actually. Right. It's just is it worth you know? I just don't think he's can do it anymore. Right. Yeah. No. Hard telling. I mean, I mean, maybe he retires after. Uh, he might. He might. This one too. Just hang it up if he loses. <laughs> so I mean, it too depends, I guess, on what his like new fight deal is and that, and how many. Fights he has, uh, you know, maybe he won't fall for more. Yeah, that's yeah. But and then uh, the next one we get uh, Patty Pimblett versus Jordan Levitt. Um, I think I think this is their cut. His head off. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can tell who Kevin's going with based on the who. uh, The baddie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm not even gonna go into the things. I mean, knock his head yeah. off, teabag him like it's Modern Warfare too. <laughs> oh, so. uh, yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's a battle of the two win streaks in that. I mean, both fought this year, and uh, but yeah, I think Patty's just the better fighter. And, uh, yeah, I, no, I, re- I really like Patty. I think he's gonna be a contender in that lightweight division. Uh, and plus, after during the weigh-ins and all that, you kind of can't. He was basically he was basically saying like, "Oh, don't, 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 Handshake too at the ceremonial lands. That was he's definitely. I think he's definitely in Jordan's head for sure. Oh, but yeah. Jordan loves he's him. yeah, yeah, and plus also Jordan Lovett too. Like you said, just looks like a weirdo. It's just so, tough. Yeah. 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 Like that. Right. Right. Then we get into the closest fight of the night, according to the odds. Uh, Jack Hermanson versus Chris Curtis in the middleweight division. Uh, Hermanson coming off that loss to Sean Strickland. And then Chris Curtis is on a three-fight win streak. Uh, last fought end of January of this year. Or June. Yeah, June. Yeah. I got the uh, things confused there. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the, the odds literally have it as minus one... Ten a piece, so uh, Jack. What's that? It's a definite pick. Yeah, uh, Jack has eleven wins by knockout, six by decision, or six by submission, five by decision, three losses by decision, two by submission, two by knockout, and then Chris has sixteen wins by knockout, twelve by decision, one by submission, six losses by decision, one by knockout, one by submission. One ten a piece. I mean, what's that? Taking Curtis. Taking Curtis. Yeah, knocks him out. 
Got the power of the wrestling game. I'm gonna go Jack. I'm gonna go Jack just to because it's such a close fight. It's a coin flip for me, basically. I mean, on the odds, it is a close fight. To me, Curtis should be a minus five hundred favorite. Right, he should be one of the bigger favorites, is what you're. Biggest probably. So whoever's the biggest, he should be bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot who was the. I mean, yeah, bigger than. Yeah, I can I can see it maybe. I just think he should, but I think he's got the powers better. He's just as good as wrestling. Right. Strong. His wrestling is not as good as strong. Right. Yeah, but I also feel like Hermanson's not that bad. He just, I mean, clearly. Hermanson's really good. Right. But I mean, Strickland Strickland didn't even fight good. Right. Yeah. And you lost. Yeah. And you lost. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I and like I said, that's kind of one I figured we'd disagree on. I mean, I mean, we might disagree on the main event, but who knows? Because it's so yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall. Um, Curtis coming off a win against Chris Dawkins back in March of this year, and then Tom beat Volkov, of course, in his last on the last London card. Crap out of Volkov. Huh? Beat the crap out of Volkov. Yeah, Volkov. Yeah. Um, very that? close fight. I mean, Curtis eleven wins by knockout, three losses by knockout. Uh, other five are decision wins. And then Tom has nine wins by knockout, three by submission, and then one loss by submission and other. Um, I mean, winner of this is. I think if Tom wins, he's definitely knocking on the, on the door for. A, Title shot for yeah. sure. Winner of this probably fights the interim. The winner, right? Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess yeah. Depending on what they do, because right. they haven't really announced nothing for. I still the heavy. And Stipe's. What's well, not even is the Tuivasa gone? Even an interim title fight. Uh, Tuivasa? No, I don't no. think so. I think Stipe John Jones will be. So. Yeah. Um. The winner of that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, still, I mean, still, though, knocking on the door for title, you know, winning oh, yeah, this one, or, one or two wins away. Getting there, yeah, they're getting there. Um, so it's, a, I guess, it's a very close fight. Um, uh, Aspinall looked really well though in his last one. Uh, Also, but also, so did Chris Kurt or Kurt, Curtis Blades. I'm, I'm getting. Um, <laughs> they do look alike. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna go Tom. Yeah. I'm gonna go Espinal. I'm going with the hometown. I, I think that last fight just—he looked so good, and I don't know. I think he's just—I think he's—he's. He's, He's going to be one of the next people to fight for the belt here soon. And then yeah. I think he's he's going to be a star in this division for for years to come. And that. And I agree with Tom. Yeah, plus he's got the submission game. And that. So, so, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, that breaks that down. Uh, just a reminder, prelims start at 12 ESPN+. Plus, and the main card's at 3 on ESPN+. Plus. Um. So now, uh, 
I guess we'll do the Ultimate Fighter breakdown. So we have two episodes to quickly break down. Uh, the first one, I'm trying to think. Muhammad was the last one. Or no. The yeah, Miller was the last one. So the first one, we had uh, Muhammad Usman versus Eduardo Perez. Um, kind of how we thought the fight would go. Muhammad just, it was, yeah, Muhammad won. Um and all that, and which, I mean, I'm happy for him. I mean, I like him that he's in the finale, that, you know, someone yeah. that could be good, but I think regardless if he loses his finale fight against uh, Zach, I think he'll he'll still he'll still get in the UFC, so he's guaranteed to be in. He's getting in no matter what. Yeah. You can probably go on the ultimate fighter to do it. Yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, other than it was kind of like your just normal stuff leading up to the episode and that, and then, so, but yeah, Muhammad got the win, and then the next one, which was last week's, we had uh, Juliana Miller, uh, Juliana Miller, I'm, it's, it's early, I'm, I'm still trying to wake up, uh, Juliana Miller versus Caitlin Neal, uh, uh, Miller won that fight. Which kind of figured she would because she has the better jujitsu ju- game than that, and uh, yeah. So, but yeah, she got the submission victory, made her tap. Um, another person that I see just based on her quarterfinal fight that if she, even if she loses to Brogan, I think she'll she'll get in still. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that episode was a little more. I mean, kind of laid back, like, both teams took a out to an event and all that. Uh, Miller showed to a yeah, pay, went to, like, a show, and, yeah, Nunez took her, took her team out to dinner and all that. And, yeah. So, and then also the they did the stare-downs and all that, and especially between Pena and Nunez, and Nunez was just saying, oh, you want to talk now? And, this and that, or something. No, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually coming for my belt back, or, 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 but, or butchered the word "my," by the way, and that, like, like completely just didn't even say it right, and that, and uh, yeah. So, but yeah, they did all them face-offs, and uh, them two fights will be on the August sixth fight night card: Hill versus Santos. So, mm-hmm. the merge on that card, so we will be previewing them in August, and then, so yeah, that's basically it for the Ultimate Fighter series is starting up on Tuesday, so probably won't cover that too much, I mean, I mean, we might talk about the results maybe on, like, a Wednesday episode, just kind of go over who won and all that, and who got awarded the contracts, but, um, so yeah, so then... Some fights that got announced. Um, Amanda Lemos is fighting Marina Rodriguez on UFC 280. So that was kind of the quick turnaround that we mentioned for uh, Lemos. Um, another one that got added for uh, UFC 280, uh, Benil Darnoush versus Gamrot, which that, that'll be a good one. I mean, be a really good one. Um, yeah, there's another some, one. Yeah. 
And then uh, the Bantamweight title fight between Aljamain Sterling and uh, one of Kevin's favorite fighters in uh, TJ Dillashaw. So that got added to UFC 280. No, so probably take. I kind of kind of open Aljo wins that, but um, and then another one that got announced just a couple days ago. What Friday was it? Was it yesterday? No, Thursday. Thursday, I think it was. Uh, Peter Yan versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. So O'Malley's says, I want to fight one of the best people in the division, and he's going to get it. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So that got it announced for 280. Um, I mentioned the Chukagan. Yeah. Uh, then one for September. Um, we're going to have to plan a funeral, guys, for September. Um, Hamshad Shamaya versus Nate Diaz got announced for 279, and that's going to be the headliner. So, right. no, getting no title fight. So, you, what? Nate. Imagine. Talked and slapped his ass. <laughs> Imagine if that Nate's winning. I'm picking Nate. Oh, my. And then, uh, to cap off the uh, um, UFC 280 headliner, um, we are getting the UFC lightweight champ Charles Oliveira versus Islam ch- chal- chal- challenger Islam Makashev. They're both challengers because there's nope, nope. Oliveira got screwed on the scales. Big weight, fat ass. Got screwed on the scales. Um. Yes. So, yeah, that's, I think that's basically it. So, but yeah, so some good fights announced. And then, of course, I mentioned the Chukagan now back in against Manson, so, which is kind of a weird one, you know. But must glad that injury kind of healed quicker than what they expected. So, so yeah, some good fights announced in the upcoming months. So, uh, we'll get into Kevin's take and get on out of here. Okay, well, my first take is, how can you not say Hanox? Oh. <laughs> I don't know comment on that. No comment on that. No comment. <laughs> no, I guess so. I mean, there's no champion in the lightweight division. You can say what you want, but there's not. Oliver's champ. He's not, though. But he's legit not. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm actually like 99% sure someone at the press conference called him champ yesterday. Yeah, you can call him champ, but go look it up. He's not. So they can... Well, I get that, but I'm just saying he got screwed on the scales. No, he was a little too fat. So say no, he got screwed on the scales. Oops. I mean, I bet he could say Hannah. Oh. But, uh, we're kind of disrespectful <laughs> against Islam, who's beaten no one. Right. Yeah. No, I, no. I honestly don't think Islam deserves the shot yet, but... I said this for months. That's just me. I, I don't know. I would say... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he's what beat one guy, maybe notable. That's it. Like if that. So, like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Islam fan, and and, and I mean, and I mean, it's nothing against Khabib or anything, you know. It's nothing, it's, nothing, it's nothing against like them and all that. Just, I'm just, I'm not an Islam fan. Dude, like, that's do Khabib a little bit for me too. Sound like him either. Right. Yeah. But. So, yeah, I think that pretty much does it, unless if you got something else to 
nope. had or anything. So, yeah, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Ask the KMA Podcast. We'll be back hopefully Wednesday with a breakdown of this card, rankings, and that. So we'll just see how Kevin's feeling in that and all that. So, but yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week uh, with a breakdown of the card and our normal Wednesday episode. So have a good one. Bye.